Gila Kasla. Good morning. I'm Shirley Babcock, a Kwakiwak artist and a member of the Zewarino First Nation. I was born in Williams Lake and lived in many places from Vancouver Island to the Yukon. I've been in Prince George for the most since 1974-75. I began painting as a hobby in 2005. I have artwork around the world. My medium of choice is acrylic on canvas, drums, and recently carving. I'm happy to have Vince Prince in my studio today. He'll be talking about the connection between culture and art. Good morning, Shirley. Uh, wonderful to be here with you today. And I want to clarify just uh, at the beginning of this that the, for the purposes of this podcast, what we've done is we've defined culture as the set of values, teachings, and ceremony that link our communities to each other and to the natural world. And we've also defined art as the artist's representation of the natural world through mediums such as painting, carving, and storytelling. Thank you, Vince. So let's start this off by me asking you a bit about the clan system in your carrier culture and the animal representation of those clans. Thanks, Shirley. Yeah, our the carrier people have... Um, yeah, I'm from Nakasli, first of all, and in our territory, we have four different clans. We have the Silu, which is represented by frog, Samashu, which is represented by beaver, Kwanbautin, which is represented by caribou, and Lachabu, which is red, represented by bear. The clan system itself is a family structure. It's a it's like an extended family type structure. And the idea behind the whole clan system is that you are you're asked to help with your clan in any way that uh, that they may need help. So members of your clan uh, could be you know building a woodshed or they're out hunting or they're fishing. The, the idea is that you work with your clan members to to um, make things happen in your community that, that are needed for your for your family and the extended family. So the clan system, the members of the clan system are, are your extended family. So the idea is that when you need help, you go to your extended family first. And so that gives you a lot of uh, people to rely on for help when you are doing things in your community. So let's say I wanted to build a new woodshed for my, for my home. And so what I would do is I would go out and find some of my clan members and ask them for help. And what that does is it allows them to, uh, to assist in doing community type projects uh, that will allow, uh, it, it's a, a form of helping each other throughout the community. Now, the significance of that is that it extends beyond just your community. So even though we have four clans and uh, we have clan names, those clan names don't necessarily, at least in, in Nakasli, mean the animal that we're represented by. So when we have uh, Lasilu, which I'm a clan member of, we also have Lasilu members in other communities. I'm from Fort St. James, so we have some from Glasden. We have some from... Burns Lake and uh, Saikas and Lady Tanay. So we have a lot of clan members throughout the region that are all part of the carrier culture. And so this allows them, or, or this allows me to have access to extended family right throughout the whole region. So if I 
my car breaks down while I'm in in Fraser Lake, that there's clan members out there that I can rely on to to help me either get it fixed or to help me get it moved to a safe place or any of those types of things. And so what the idea behind that is that uh, those clan members will help me to, uh, to uh, I guess, make the best of any situation that, uh, that should happen. The other part of it is that because we're involved in the potlatch system, once you start to go outside of your clan for help, then there's an expectation that you would pay a different clan for helping you through the potlatch system. So when uh, you have uh, clan leaders that uh, keep record of different uh, things that go on in the community and who's helping who and what favors are being uh, given. So this allows them to keep a record and and then pay for those that work uh, through the potlatch system. So it's a really unique opportunity. But because we're also represented by FROG, sometimes those names are a little bit different. So we have um, in, in our community, like I said, La Silu, uh is represented by FROG. But in other communities, it may be represented by Grouse. So there's not really a solid link between the animals in the natural world and the actual clan itself. The clan will choose what their representation, their animal representation would be. Uh, there are, um, like I said, there are probably nine different animals represented in the carrier people uh, throughout the whole region. So it makes it a real challenge sometimes to actually uh, find your clan members, but a lot of our clans, we carry the same name right through to the edge of our, our territory. And um, there is uh, Laxaliu. And uh, so there's even Little Frog Clan and Big Frog Clan out in the uh, in the Morristown area. So we're still represented by, by Frog, but the, uh, the names are changed a little bit as well. So it's, uh, it's really challenging to figure this all out. And it's something you grow up with and through the potlatch system, you're able to identify who your extended family is in the region. Thank you, Vince. That is a lot of information. I hope we'll be able to contact you for more clarification. Tell us about your connection with the arts and how it influences cultural teachings. Absolutely, Shirley. First of all, I'm an, a connoisseur, I guess, of art. I, enjoy having a lot of different mediums. I, I have carvings, I have paintings, and, and surely you know I've, I think I have almost every single one of your uh, paintings at a, either my home in Fort St. James or, or my home here or in my office here in, in Prince George. For me, uh, some of the artwork, of course, uh, it's a business model and uh, I, I enjoy having uh, artwork as a value uh, value piece and uh, for me that's uh, that's part of it and ensuring that I can assist uh, other artists and and those people who make a living that way to to continue to make that living I enjoy the beauty of art I I'm not a I'm not an artist I, I, I best thing I can draw is a paycheck <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, for me, it's it's an absolute talent and a joy that 
unfortunately, I do not have the skill sets to bring to this world. And so I really appreciate the beauty that artwork can bring to you. I, I'm in an office all day and um, I really have, you know, I have a lot of artwork around me, both carvings and, and, and pictures, uh, prints. And so I really, for me, that brings the beauty of the natural world to me on an ongoing basis. Uh, I see a lot of cement in any given day. And uh, the times when I'm away from the office and, and out in the bush and, and, you know, being on the land, it, it just allows me to bring that home and keep it fresh in my mind uh, when I'm here. But I also see it as a reminder. And for me, you know, looking at some of the beautiful pieces of, of uh, artwork in terms of the frog representation or the bears, all of those reminds me that I'm part of a big, big family. And uh, it reminds me that I have a culture that's very strong. Uh, it reminds me to continue to walk the right road. And, and when I say that, it just means for me, continue to observe the values and the teachings that you were brought up with continue to do good with the skill sets that you have work hard um, you know it, it, there's little ceremonies that they have they tie a little beaver bracelet on the on the wrists of babies so that they can grow up and and be uh, industrious and and hard workers and and you know like a little beaver so that they'll draw some of the values of that of that animal into them. Um, my spirit animal is an owl. And so I really uh, appreciate, you know, that the strength and, and how quiet a, an owl can be when it hunts and, and those types of things. And so those are all part of the, the values that I bring and, and, uh, and hold dear to me. And so the artwork around me just reminds me that I come from a very strong cultural background. I've been taught a lot of things in my life and I have to be always cognizant of those teachings and how they connect me to my land and to my people. And so for me, there is a, a huge connection between the culture and the arts. It's being able to bring nature to me when I can't get to nature. And it's a really strong reminder of what my valuable, my values are in terms of teachings and what the community, you know, how that connects me to the community. Thank you, Vince. I appreciate the time you took out of your busy day to talk to me and share your knowledge. Vince can be contacted at Aboriginal Business Development in Prince George and I can be reached by email or Facebook via www.shirleybabcock.com or at shirleybabcock.indigenousart. Thank you for listening.